Welcome back to the This Week in Media podcast, hosted by me, Easybound, the editor-in-chief of This Week Media. I'm joined, as always, by Ben Simmons. And me, Henry Wayne. okay well uh ben we missed you last week when we didn't have you due to no mutual timing working out but it's good to have you back how are you doing today sir i'm good i just had to walk my dogs in the pouring rain it's pretty crazy outside right now it is pretty that a metaphor that's no, I say. I, no, I, I don't think it's a metaphor. I think it's really just literally that it's random. Well, we have a solid episode planned for today, and I'd like to kick that off with you know what you guys watched this week. I know I asked that last week, but Ben, you weren't here, so movies, TV shows, whatever. What did you guys watch? Um, I watched Super Bad this week with my dad. Oh, really? Such a great movie. I'd say it's in my top three of all time. Okay. Yeah. I feel like my top three funniest movies ever are unranked. This is this is pretty crazy. You ready? Mm-hmm. Step Brothers. Okay. Mm-hmm. Super bad. Okay. Mm-hmm. And my favorite, Road Trip, which you guys probably haven't seen. I haven't but seen. I recommend. It. I'm not... I think Road Trip is an underrated movie. Okay. Wait, you mean National Lampoon Road Trip? No, it's, um, I mean, in like the '90s, it's pretty nice. My dad showed me it. Okay, okay. I, I'll well, check it out. Some news from this week: Megan, the killer doll horror movie that released in January, there's a new cut out on Peacock. It is a rated R slash unrated cut where they get to add in all of the f bombs and blood that didn't get to go to theaters. Yeah. So that, sound, that sounds interesting. If I you like think... Megan, you're gonna like Megan unrated because she says, Oh, <laughs> that's crazy. I feel like, um, <laughs> do we all like Megan? I thought it was pretty I, fun. I, 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 I th- as far I as feel... like bad horror movies go, it was on the top, you know? Yeah, yeah as far as like January horror movies go, yeah. Who does not love a bad horror movie? Yeah, they're just fun. Yeah, it's like an hour to take your mind off stuff. In other news, the initial reviews for Creed 3 came out. Ooh. It is sitting I'm around, so excited. Sitting around a B-plus average on Rotten Tomatoes. In the last time, I think. Okay, I don't care how good it is. I'm going to see it like I'm opening day. Because the, the last two movies were so good. Like, so good. Creed 3 is sitting at an 89% on Rotten Tomatoes with 66 reviews. So okay. a high B-plus. It's a high B plus. It's almost an A minus. Did you see it yet, Easy? Um, I did see it. I'm waiting to publish my review until I see it again on Monday. Are you allowed to talk about it at all? Yeah, I can talk about it. It was great. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it was great. It was super great. What do you think, Mike? Do you think Michael B. Jordan did a good job as a director? Yeah, I mean, there were some things and some shots that I was a little like, hmm. But overall, it's a solid directing debut. It's, it's especially hard to step into the position of a director for a movie like this, where it's a lot of action and having to create unique action in a franchise that can easily have repetitive shots right. as it plays out. And again, you know, I've said it before, I'll say it again, Jonathan Majors, man. Honestly. I, just, I mean, he's just so good. Easy, here's my question for you. Mm-hmm. 
can't have a good fight movie without a fight. Right. How was the fighting? It's a solid fight. Solid it fight? Is? Yeah. Like, no, there's some good fighting in this one. Like, because I don't like, care I don't care like, about like, the drama of the movie. Okay. I morally care about the fight. Yeah, sure. but the drama is what makes the fight so good. That's like, true. Like, That's right. true. You can't have a good what fight if... without the dramatic buildup. You gotta true. earn the payoff. I agree. Yeah. You agree? Yeah. That's a good okay. take. Well, while we are talking about upcoming movies, why don't we look at the slate of movies releasing in March? Because there's some pretty good ones that I think you guys are going to like. So, obviously, this Friday, March 3rd, we have Creed 3. Yeah. Which, obviously, we know we're excited about. March 10th, 65, the Adam Driver dinosaur <laughs> movie. With the funniest name ever. <laughs> <laughs> and, Ben, for you, Scream 6. Wow. Oh, I'm so excited for that, so too. We're, I think we're all going to go to the movie theater together to see it. I think we're all yeah. going to go see that. Unfortunately, I got the movie spoiled for me by some by some nah. So, I do I do know um, the identity of Ghostface in this one. No, that's but that hey, sucks. That's the worst thing that could ever happen to you before going to see. Yeah. It. It, oh no, the worst. Well, you could get the worst raped, time. But... I went. I went to see Endgame. <laughs> <Open it up. laughs> <Jeez. laughs> Henry, can I tell my story now? Okay. <laughs> so I got. No, I'm kidding. Um, but I went to see Endgame on opening night in 2019. I'm in the car. It's like I went to like going to a 4 p.m. show. You know, it was like the first one going with my dad. I'm in the car, and one of my friends texts me a YouTube video. Of someone like recording the movie and it's Iron Man's death. Oh, oh my that god! Sucks. Like five minutes before I'm going to see Endgame opening night. Been waiting for this for a year, and then the entire movie gets spoiled for me right before. When I, so I, I was actually at the premiere for Endgame because really? were you? My friend's dad, Frank Gorilla, mm. who's a uh, notorious actor in The Purge and yes. did some stuff Marvel. Um, he brought me. Crossbones. And guess That's what? That's crazy. It was the craziest thing I've ever experienced. Yeah. yeah, wasn't it? Wasn't that at the convention center? Yeah, it was. It was at the convention center, and I was in the bathroom, and right next to me, guess who? Robert Downey. Tony Jr. Stark. No, keep guessing. Oh. <laughs> uh Chris Bruce Evans. Banner. Oh, it's a Chris. It's a Hemsworth. Chris Pratt. Chris Pratt. Chris Pratt. And Ooh, dang. And, oh, Scarlett Johansson. Uh, close, close. No, Henry. Not a female, but relates to Scarlett Johansson. Not a female. Right. Well, that uh, would make sense because it's that, the boys' that would, bathroom. That would make sense. <laughs> um, <laughs> can, you, can you tell us like, what section of the Marvel teams so, they're on? Avenger, so Guardian, in the, in Speed the Avengers. Level? In the Avengers. Original six? Hawkeye. Jeremy Original Renner. Six. Thor, uh, it, it, yeah. So close. Chris Evans, Chris Hemsworth, Mark Robert Ruffalo, Downey Jr. Jeremy Mark Renner, Ruffalo. Robert Downey Jr. Mark Ruffalo. Wow. Wow. Right next to Mark Ruffalo and Chris Pratt. That's peak crazy. Moment in my life. Is that a peak that, life moment? That's I think <laughs> top three. Top three. Okay. Easily top three. Easily top three. Well, a movie that probably isn't going to be top three of the DCEU 
is Shazam Fury of the Gods released oh, oh, on yeah. Friday, March 17th. Oh, no. I enjoyed the you guys, you guys I enjoyed like the segue. The I thought that was a pretty good segue. I thought that I thought was an was... amazing okay. segue. Thank you. Uh, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I really liked the first Shazam. I mean, yeah, it was, no, I did too. It was fun and oh, funny. And when when you really like re- could relate to the kid, uh, the kid mm-hmm. that turns into a Shazam, I forgot it. Billy Batson, that's the name. Yeah, I mean, just based off footage for this one, I'm not that excited about it. Yeah, it doesn't look great. But I mean, I'm gonna go see it because Lucy Liu and Helen Mirren are the villains. Like, right. I trust. I trust in them. But yeah, you know, doesn't doesn't stick out. And while we're Talking about upcoming DC movies, Aquaman 2 had another test screening last week, and it went reportedly horribly. Oh, no. People didn't like the movie. Apparently, some people walked out of the screening. I mean, really, just if you're a woman seeing Jason Momoa shirtless for two hours and 20 minutes, then what do you have to complain about? Or even or, a man. Yeah, if, I was waiting for you to say <laughs> or, or Henry. Or Henry. Yeah, or, yeah, or me. Um, <laughs> or my grandma. Or your grandmother. That is right. Jason Momoa. I mean, they're scrapping yeah. this whole... this. They're scrapping the whole old DCEU. So, like, who cares anymore? They're kind of just pushing this out the door. It's already done. That is true. That is very true. And on March 24th... Do you guys know what's coming out on the 24th? I do no. not. Why don't you tell us? John Wick 4. Oh! Let's go! Let's go! Oh! <laughs> have you guys seen the trailer? Where the- I, I have seen the trailer. Bike and John Wick shoots in midair and two other people. It yeah. looks so good. I'm so... I think we're all going to see it. And you know yeah. who will be joining us? Bill Simmons will be joining us for that podcast episode. Bill yeah. Simmons. He will. Bill Simmons yeah. and my grandpa. And, oh, your and your grandpa. Can we bring your grandma? Yeah, we can bring. No, my grandma doesn't like um, John Wick. Okay. Uh huh. Well, damn. All right. Unfortunate. But Special to cl- to close out March, and I'll save the big one releasing on this day for last. We have Murder Mystery Two releasing straight to Netflix. I don't. Oh think yeah. I Murder Mystery. Murder Mystery was it's, okay. It's Adam Sandler and Jennifer Aniston. I saw Murder Mystery. Never. It's it's fine. I mean, it's, it's not, fine. It's not great. I'm excited I, though. It wasn't my favorite. I watched that at a, on a sleepover. It was pretty fun. Yeah, I think I it's mean, a good one. It's not then, a bad movie. It's not a good movie. It's just a fun movie. Yeah. Then also releasing on the 31st is a thousand and one. You guys probably aren't going to see that, but that won the U.S. Dramatic Grand Jury Prize at Sundance. It was what? very good. And finally, to close out March, on the, also on the 31st, Dungeons & Dragons Honor Among yes. Thieves. I'm not a big yes. fat nerd, so I'm not going to see that. You're not <laughs> going to see that? <laughs> well, I will, I'm, I'm seeing that in two weeks on the 10th, so I'll report back to you and let you know if it's worth watching. Okay, if it's, if it's good, I'll see it, but otherwise... I, I think I'm going to see it. Hasbro okay. is losing money, so they're like, what, what can we do to make more money? And they're like, okay, Dungeons & Dragons movie, just make it. Again, I still think that the better movie is a Magic the Gathering movie, but that's just me. Magic the Gathering oh, movie, that is valid. That would slap. It would yeah. slap. Yeah. I mean, we could do the Nicol Bolas arc. We could do the Phyrexians. Like, <laughs> bro. <laughs> what, what, what you got, okay. what you got against okay, NTG? Okay, easy. I, I don't have anything against NTG. I have a thing against you. 
You're well, a nerd. That's... I, I am a nerd, and I wear that badge proudly. All but right. when I'm talking about movies that released... Am I the only one that saw Cocaine Bear? Ben, did you get to see it last night? Personally, I read a review, and did, after I read did, it, uh, again, I just did, got to see it. Okay. So I saw I, it. Henry, uh, did you see it? I tried, but I I tried really hard, but I also failed. But I really wanted to because apparently there's a reference to one of my father's movies. So That is true. Yeah. Movie is it? Also my dad said it was good. So uh Ben, the reference is to Wet Hot American Summer. Really? Yes. Yeah. Directed right. by Henry's father, David Wayne. David Wayne. Can we just David yeah. Wayne? We'll, yeah, we'll clap it for David Wayne. We'll bring him on at some point. So stay We tuned. saw him most recently in the Bob's Burgers movie as Ooh. Grover Fish Odor. Yeah. Mr. Fish Odor. He was great. He sang well, a song. I'll give, I'll give some brief thoughts on Cocaine Bear. I have, my review is coming out very shortly later today. I thought it was kind of mid, honestly. I didn't I didn't really laugh. It wasn't that funny. I laughed once or twice. They were pity laughs. I thought it was a little long and they there were too many subplots. But when it when the bear came out and just attacked people, well, that was fun, right? Oh yeah, that's great. I mean, who doesn't love a bear on coke? Like Yeah. I, I, I like think bears and I like cocaine, so put the two together. From what I I can't give my real review. Sure. But from what I've heard, I think if they stuck more to the idea of a bear on cocaine, they would have done a lot better. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, I haven't seen it, but if the bear was to break into someone's house, rip their mom's face off, and eat it right in front of their children, that would make a good movie. Yes. Agreed. Yeah, I mean, well, let's hope that they get the rights to what happened two weeks ago in the sequel, Cocaine Shark. Yes! Yeah. Oh my god, I saw this on TikTok. Yeah. I mean, dude, I'm just saying, like, Jaws on cocaine, you can't lose. Yeah, it's top three. Yeah. Like, I mean, there's no real loss there. It's like Sharknado, but without the tornado. Right? Yeah, but, but there's only one shark. Mm. It's more It's more like Jaws. What, the shark imagine, shark, sharks go in packs. Can you imagine the Megalodon from the Meg? Eating on, on coke, eating the a whole shipment of cocaine, and just I because, think that would be that would, that would be, be too awesome. much. No, that would be awesome. They, and then it would like grow to like Godzilla size. Yeah, or is yeah. it already Godzilla size? It's pretty. It's pretty big. Megalodon sharks are pretty massive. Okay. Well, I mean, uh, uh, that would be cool. I think Cocaine Shark is will be a good movie because it is going to come out. Is it, Hopefully. Is it, is it no, there's nothing confirmed yet, but, you know, I think that seeing, we'll see how Cocaine Bear does at the box office. We'll find, we'll get that information tomorrow and we'll see. Okay. It's sitting at a 69 on Rotten Tomatoes. 69. My favorite number. So, yeah, but uh, while we are nearing the Oscars, why don't we do a little awards update? on sure. what's been happening these last few weeks. So last weekend, we got two big precursors with the Directors Guild Awards, which had the Daniels taking home the big prize for everything, everywhere, all at once. Right. And then we had the BAFTA Awards, which All Quiet cleaned up with, I believe, seven 
I think seven or eight awards. That's crazy. See, that's my pick right there. That is my Oscar. And that's that is including Best Picture. Yeah, that's my pick right there. That's your pick. That is my pick. That's your Best Picture pick. That is my Best Picture pick. My best sound pick. Best score. Best everything. I think anything that All Quiet is nominated for should win. Is that one? Is it one of your favorite movies of all time? I'd say it's in my top ten. Okay. Wow. I put it like eight or nine. Well, I don't think it's going to win Best Picture, and I think that everything ever all at once will. Uh, I think that it's pretty this time. This time tomorrow, we will know. As if it gets PGA, it's done. Uh, that's it. The Oscars shouldn't be influenced by other awards. That's all. Well, I'm they're saying. not influenced. It's the same voters. Oh. So, okay. I mean, it's like, hey, guys, I voted for this movie at this award show, so I'm just going to vote for it again. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. You get it? I get it. Yeah. But also, tomorrow, today, for people listening, when this podcast releases, is the Screen Actors Guild Awards. Ooh. Okay. So, it's kind of our last hopes for our acting winners, including Brendan Fraser, who took home the Hollywood Critics Association Award for Best Actor last night. Yes. He should win Oscars. He needs an Oscar. Yeah. I I, I mean, if he doesn't get the SAG, it's done, unfortunately. Very unfortunately, but... Austin Butler's gotten the bigger precursors. With the, but and then this is also the last chance for Michelle Yeoh, who also got the Hollywood Critics Association win, but Kate Blanchett has just been on a clean sweep. She yeah, got the BAFTA. She got the Critics' Choice. She got the Golden Globe. Yeah. Do we think she's getting the Oscar? No. And pro- no. Why not? No. Ben, are you, are you about to say you still think Michelle Williams is going to win? I still think Michelle Williams <laughs> is going to walk away with this Oscar. She was never in the race, Ben. <laughs> you she, never she know. Was, she was never in the race. Well, you know what? Dream big. Dude, I'll put some yeah. money on that that she won't win. Okay. How much? I'll how bet much? You, you, you want to bet $20? $20. I will bet $20, but it's we can do three to one. So I give you 20 And I, I give you 60 if she wins. Yeah. Okay, done. Yeah. It's an easy 20 bucks for me. <laughs> this, no, is, this is recorded. You can't back out. Okay, I can't prepared to out. lose $60 easy. I, <laughs> I'm on Ben's side. Okay. Ben, I'll give you 10 of the dollars if you lose. But you, okay. have, to give me, you have to give me half of the money, so okay. $30. Okay. But, you know, there's some categories that I think are locked, if I'm going to be honest. Really? I think everything ever is going to win editing. Okay. <laughs> I think okay. Top Gun's going to win sound. Okay. I yeah. think All Quiet's going to win cinematography. Okay. I think Babylon's going to win production design. Yeah. Nope. And I think nope. Babylon will also win score, hopefully. Like, I'm praying. Yeah. Who I'm else praying. has even won score? Um, Tar got the Critics' Choice, which... Tar doesn't, doesn't even have music. Right. And then All Quiet won the BAFTA. Here's, here's okay. my question. Yes. Why is um? Why are horror movies never nominated at the Oscars? Because 
the critics that not that the critics that review movies do not understand horror movies. They don't. Henry, see the Henry critics aren't Oscar voters. It's okay. They aren't. Well, a lot of okay. There's people that like horror movies, and there are people that don't, and the people that don't don't understand it at all. So that and those people are usually the people who have the power in these types of things. Yeah, I think we could have seen X getting a makeup nomination. Yeah, that's, kind of, that's probably it. But we, I mean, we oh. talked about this. But while we are talking about score, we have a great segment where we're going to discuss the biggest and most influential and iconic scores and use of music in movies. We'll be right back after the break. So, Henry, this is a this is something that you and I have been talking about for a while, but. When we think of movies, and especially some of the ones that, you know, as, when you watch when you're younger and you can't really get them out of your head, sometimes that's because of the use of music. We think of the themes from Star Wars and Indiana Jones from John Williams, Michael Giacchino's work for Disney and Pixar. Or for, like, you know, anything. Or for, like, everything he does, which is great. But, you know, I'm going to throw this over to both of you when we're talking about the best movie scores of all time and the people that compose those scores, who comes to mind for you guys? Okay. My favorite movie score mm-hmm. ever. Mm-hmm. One of my favorite movies ever. Mm-hmm. One of the craziest character development and journey movies I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. Isn't that every Whiplash. movie? <laughs> Whiplash. So Whiplash, they might have the best jazz arrangement of Caravan, made really? by Duke Ellington, mm-hmm. and you know what? We played it for Jazz Combo. You did play it for Jazz Combo, yeah. Just like Jazz Band, yeah. And we're doing another one, Fletcher song in the club, yeah. Really? So we're the, doing the music, two Whiplash songs. The music is really, really good in that. And, and yeah, and that's like, Justin Hurwitz all the way. He did First Man, La La Land, most recently Babylon. Yeah. yeah, we love Justin. Ben, we're seeing him next Saturday. Yes, we are. We are seeing him. Where next are you guys? Saturday. Where are you guys going? We're going. We're going to a Babylon screening, Henry. Oh, fun! Ben, have you seen Babylon? I have not, so I'm really excited to see it. Oh it's my god, gonna be a you're gonna wild ride. You're gonna love it. And it's in film. We're seeing it in 70 millimeter film. It's Q&A projected. With... It's yeah. They printed projector? it. They're printing it in film for the screening. That's crazy. And then Q&A with Damien Chazelle, Justin Hurwitz, Florencia Martin, I don't want to butcher these names, Anthony Carlino, I want to say. Is Margot Robbie going to be there? Margot Robbie's not going to be there. Nah. Yeah. (laughs) See, if Margot Robbie got the Oscar nomination, she'd be there. Oh. Because it's it's for their Oscar campaign. Okay. I guess. Yeah. Sorry, Um, Ben, back to you. Whiplash. So... I feel like the drama with Whiplash is great, but what really makes the drama good is the music. Mm-hmm. Agreed. The music has the soul. Sure. And like, and I think music is so powerful in movies, not just when it's there, but when you take it away. Because if there's music yeah. and then it stops, then it highlights what they're saying. Yeah. 100%. Mm-hmm. If, if you really think about it, when you're filming a movie – it's probably very awkward, but when you add the sound, it the music or the sound, it changes everything. Right. 
like you see you see on set and it's you you see videos from when they're filming like and it's like oh what is this this doesn't look real and then they add the music and it's like oh my god i can really feel the emotions yeah it 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 just heightens every scene usually hopefully that's the goal yeah usually sometimes it doesn't you know what i heard What'd I you heard hear? that Amer- American films have more music in them than most foreign films. Most foreign films are a lot silenter. That is like generally they add, true. They, they added music into a lot of the Studio Ghibli films, like more music. Well, Studio Ghibli films have always had a, a fair amount of music. I know, but but they add they add more in when they bring it to America, like with the dub. Right. Yeah. Yes. Well, so, some other scores. I think. I mean, you can't talk about movie scores without talking about the goat, John Williams. Yeah, yeah, the man who brought us Star Wars, Indiana Jones, Superman's theme. I mean, E.T. Schindler's List. Yeah, didn't he do Saving Jaws. Private Ryan? Yeah, I. Yeah, he he can't lose. Really, he, he is the goat. You forget Home Alone? Home oh, Alone. You get Home Alone. He has yeah. like fifty Oscar nominations. Harry Potter. <laughs> yeah. How? Oh yeah. Oh my God. He really He's does do everything. He no. Who's he is here? the goat. He literally hasn't made a bad movie score either. He doesn't miss. He's him. He is yeah. him. He no. He is. He is him. Yeah. And another 100%. person who might be him is Michael Giacchino. Oh, yeah. Like, the way he... In, I'm, I know everyone talks about this, but Up, like, mm-hmm. that scene would not be the same if the yeah. music wasn't so good. we talked about that two podcasts ago. The we Up, did, yeah. And how... Truly, it doesn't even matter if you haven't seen the, the movie. You know the song. You know that scene. You know the movie. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That that Did that win an Oscar? It did. Yeah. I, I yeah. Hope it did. What but, it no, that that did win an Oscar. But another important part of music in movies is the use of songs, whether those are original songs or pre-existing songs. Henry, one movie that you pointed out that does this really well is Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, oh, of course. Guardians of the Galaxy oh, has famously Guardians. had like like songs that aren't super well known, but so good. Yes. Mm-hmm. Like they're from the eighties and they're just so good. They're so good. A movie that I'm surprised you guys haven't seen. Dazed and Confused. Oh, I've really like, wanted to see that. One of my favorites yeah. in all great songs from the eighties. Mm-hmm. Really? You'd you guys would like it. Yeah. Okay. I'm sure I'm sure I would. I've gotten a lot of uh suggestions for that. Well, when we're thinking about our favorite uses of music and you know needle Wait. drops, like what are they? What's your top three? Oof, that's tough. You know, there's "Don't You Forget About Me" in the Breakfast Club. Oh wow! Okay, that's that's gotta be in your top three. That's yeah, one that, that one might have to be there. One of the most iconic movie scenes ever. Yeah, I mean, just like that, you know. Yeah, I mean, I I gotta go. Life is a highway in cars for me, just me personally. <laughs> I have to. <laughs> yeah. What about yeah? You've got a friend in me. Toys. Yeah, that was wasn't that original song. I think that was original though. Yeah, that's true. That's true. It is original song. 
I mean, Wait, well, while Spielberg just nails it. You know, in Ready Player yeah. One, there's a lot of great music. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We love Ready Player One. I love it. Yeah, Ready Player One is movie. so underrated. Where's Ready Player Two? Dude, I got <laughs> the book right here. Do you? Look. Did you read it? I did read it. It wasn't great. It's not as good as the first one. Well, nothing's oh. going to be as good as the first one. And Terminator nothing 2. Gonna, nothing's going to be better than the first movie either. It's actually... I didn't, I didn't like the story of the second book. Well, okay. Wait, while, while we're... I have, I have a, a movie that has great score. Rocky. Mm. Yeah. Rocky. Rocky's score is iconic and amazing. Well, I mean, I, dude, Eye of the Tiger. Eye of the Tiger yeah. is a, an original... Pi- original song. Rock. It's right. in one of the most iconic sports songs now. Right. Yeah, it is. And but but like even the ba 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 that stuff. Yeah, know that. Yeah, honestly, like it, that when you play that song, you're like hyped up. You want to go. You want to go work out. Do something. Yeah. Like that and in that scene where he's training, that is like what the most iconic training montage ever. I'm pretty yeah, sure. Yeah, I created the training montage. I feel like yeah, everyone tries to just play it, off. It, yeah, it, it's the training montage. It is it, the yeah. – that is a great way to put it. It is the – It is is the training montage. Right. I agree completely. Well, Henry, this is something that we've been doing the past few weeks. Again, what is it this week for Rack's movie of the week? Transition underrated time. film that you recommend. All right. So I didn't mention this before, but this week I watched A Clockwork Orange, which is oh, a Stanley Oh, I know that's Kubrick been on your film. list for a while. It has. It's a Stanley Kubrick film, and it was – I don't – it's not one of my favorite films, but it's a very good one, and it makes you think a lot. Now, this it talks about free will, and – and this this is what it really gets down to. Is it better? Okay, so this guy does a crime, and then they do something to him where he cannot choose to commit crimes anymore. Is it better to not have the choice to commit a crime, or to have the choice and then decide not to? It's really interesting because, it's a very like, interesting question, yeah. If you're an evil person and you always want to do bad things, then do you just stop them? And then you let them back into the world, or do you keep them in prison but give them the choice? You know, mm-hmm. it it's it's like it's a ethical question, and the movie goes over it really well. And and the movie is called A Clockwork Orange, and because it this goes is like around like a clock. No, this is this is debated. It's because an orange is like an organic thing, and clockwork is like very mechanical. So it's like. You're an orange on the outside. You're a human, but on the inside, you're mechanical, and you you have to do this one thing. You can't you can't choose. You just have to keep doing the right thing or not doing the bad thing. It's you you guys should go see it. Stanley Kubrick is an amazing director, obviously. Oh yeah, I mean we've known this. Yeah, it's a, it's a great movie, and I think I think everyone should see it. I I it's not my favorite movie, but it's a really interesting one. You know. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. I'm going to throw out two movies. The first one, it connects to A Clockwork Orange in the sense 
of free will and doing bad things, and it's Minority Report. Ooh, Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise. It's a great one. Samantha Morton is great in it. I I think it's top five Spielberg. Spielberg did it? Yeah. Okay. I mean, I've wanted to see it, but Tom Cruise. It's a a great movie that also kind of touches upon free will and, you know, committing crimes. But it adds a really interesting sci-fi dynamic to it. But my movie of the week, it's one that I saw for the first time last night. But I think especially for us, and I think that, you know, the three of us will appreciate it more than a lot of other people just in what's going on right now, is School Ties. It's Brendan oh, Fraser's yeah. first movie that he ever did. It's a, it's Brendan Fraser, it's Matt Damon is in it, Ben Affleck is in it. And it's it's really, really, it's good. It throws out some powerful ideas and messages, and I think that just you know been what's been going on and especially at our school right now it's you know if i feel like it should be a sign in a signed watch right i think yeah it's a good movie it's a really have good you, one have you seen it yes yeah it's good i saw it in film last night it was sweet oh really oh yeah, yeah. you because you went to that presentation thing okay i did it was it was a four movie marathon let's get to some miscellaneous thoughts sure so one that you thought of is the length of movies. Ooh. Okay. So here's my here's the thing. Movies have been getting like exponentially longer and it like what's the problem with having a 90 minute movie? There is you can have like a powerful story and great acting and whatever in a 90 minute movie. It doesn't have to be 3 hours long, you know? Mhm. But I think I think movies have consistently been running like in 30 minutes longer than they have to. Should I speak the, on that? Yeah, no. Yeah, let, go for it. Let's hear it. A recent movie that came out? Yeah. I think you people would have been great if it was just 45 minutes shorter. Yeah. Is you is you people by Judd Apatow? I don't think so. It's it's the Netflix one. It's I think it's a Kenya Barris movie. It's the Jonah Hill Eddie no, Murphy. I know, I know, but did John Apatow do it? Like, is it his production? Uh, he might have been a producer because Judd Apatow is like famous for having his movies go for way too long. Yeah, that is that is very true. No, it's not a Judd Apatow. Okay, but I, I feel like comedies will keep trying to make like have this big action scene at the end we just want to laugh we don't care about the action scene i mean i think the movie was actually pretty relatable for some people no it, it, I, it was a good movie yeah. but it, i agree it well it wasn't long. a good movie but i thought it was I mean, a good movie easy. you're a jew living in southern california yeah. you're yeah. a rich no, jew it's it, it was very niche and there's a lot of like moments for me it's like that leo um once upon a time in hollywood gif you know where he points at the screen mm-hmm. but <laughs> that's it, me it was a lot but i i just you know it wasn't great i i think that it was trying a little too hard to appeal to our generation i mean the main but character's I've... name is ezra i know yeah oh sorry just one Easy thing that i read ezra. about this movie that is a little insane if true so that the, the last part, I guess spoilers ahead for you people, um, but at, like at the wedding when they're getting married, when the two of them kiss, it was apparently CGI'd. 
Nah. Like, apparently they just wouldn't do it. Bro. Wow. That's crazy. Jonah Hill's great. I didn't think, personally, I think Jonah Hill looked kind of gross in it. I didn't like the greasy hair. I did not like the greasy hair. He's he's getting older. I mean. He is getting older. Yeah, but still. Uh, Still, it's not a look. It's not a good look. Right, and Henry, you know, you talk, you just talked about three-hour movies, but a three-hour movie you really liked came out in 2022. Oh, Babylon? Yeah. Yeah, Babylon, okay, but Babylon deserved it, you know? it. See, yeah, I think they could have cut a half hour off. Well, you're dumb dumb. <laughs> well, <laughs> you, look, you know, every every time I watch biased, it, I like it more. I win, bye-bye. Look, every time I watch it, I like it more, so it's, it's okay. growing on me. That's all I'm saying. Okay, um... I think you, pe- but again with you people, I think they did a good job with the Jewish overbearing mother. That's very yeah. accurate. Yeah, no, that that was scary. It was like scarily accurate. Oh my god! Did you guys see the whale? <laughs> yeah, I saw it again last night. It was um pretty sad. I didn't cry though. Hey, I, I didn't. I didn't cry. Yeah, there's pretty like sad. okay, I don't cry in movies, but I cried. There's two times I cried in movies. One was a short where a dog was being be- beaten, and the oh. other was the movie A Dog's Purpose, which I tried oh, yeah. and watched three no, times. I, I, I cry out all I, the dog movies, all of them. A, do- a Dog's Purpose, I tried to watch three times. I could not get through it. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. I think I just last can't take- movie, last one I cried at, was a man called Otto? I cried out. Oh, really? Yeah, I wanted to I see cried. that. I cried while watching the Green Mile. Oh my oh, god! god. Yeah, I've seen the last scene. I haven't seen the movie, but the last. Oh my! I could feel it. I could feel yeah. it. It's it's not fair. It's not it's fair not. at all. Oh, I I all I got close to crying when watching um when watching what the other a Shawshank Redemption that one. Shawshank. Yeah. Shawshank is in my dad and my grandpa's top one. Uh, it is? It, it's probably my in my top one also. It's Shawshank and Boogie Nights. Oh, dude, I saw Boogie Nights a couple weeks ago. You were telling me about it. Yeah, it was, that was sick. Q&A with Paul Thomas Anderson. Yeah. And, and John T. Riley. He surprise guest. Really? Oh. Yeah. Banger movie. That's, that's great movie. It is a great um, movie. But some movies that haven't been great recently are Marvel movies. Yeah. Understatement. So, it's just a true statement. It's a sad statement. Because, yes, you know, Phase 4, we got more than double the amount of content of the last three phases combined. I'm, I'm pretty sure. Like, just minutes-wise. And I think there were only three projects or four projects in Phase 4. No, five. That I really enjoyed. Okay. You want, you want to know what they are? I would love. Yes. Obviously, Spider-Man No Way Home. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Saw it seven That's... times in the movie theater in the first two months. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> that is the best. It's the best movie that's come out of Marvel in, like, the past yeah. very long time. Better than Endgame, in my opinion. Oh, absolutely! It is. Maybe Endgame's overrated. Yeah. Endgame is overrated. Too long. 
It's a little long. Infinity Wars is better. Infinity Wars is so much better. Well, Infinity it's, War it's might the be the time. best Marvel movie. That's I think because it, it's the it's, it's the only time when they lose. It's the only time when they actually yeah. lose. Mm-hmm. Then I got Shang Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. Yep, good one. Heat, Loki, except TV ex- show. There's only there's only one thing I have a problem with Shang Chi. What's your problem it, with Shang Chi? La- the final scene after the dad dies has zero impact because it's like this big CGI fight that I cannot relate to whatsoever. And the yeah, I didn't. Part of I didn't love the third. The third act of the movie was the a compelling weird. part of the compelling part of that movie was the relationship between Shang Chi and his dad, and then the dad died, and it's like, what am I doing here? But yeah. you know, I get that. But what's and then ne- what's Loki. Next? Loki was good. Loki was great. I I'm a supporter of Miss Marvel. Mm. I I liked it. It was fun. I liked. It's a fun watch. I like the coming of age nature of it. I didn't when I didn't love the subplot with like the people from another dimension. Wasn't a big fan of that. I thought yeah. that was kind of weak. And then you 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 guys know what my number five is. Oh, Eternals. You, yeah. Screw you. <laughs> I I support Eternals fully. Entirely, it's so bad. It's, it's like, a great I, movie. I don't, I don't even have anything funny to say. It's just so bad. It's a good movie. No, it's not. It's a good movie. Okay, calm down. It's bud. a good movie. I mean, what do you, what do you guys think? Will, will Marvel movies just keep going down and down, and eventually, it's just going to be it, and it's not going to go on for fifty years or twenty years. It's just, you know, done. I don't know. I kind of feel has it. And Captain America left. Yeah, yeah. he he kind of took the franchise with him. I mean, he did have the best trilogy. When Captain yeah. America died, Marvel died. Okay, well, we, we don't actually wait, wait, wait. We don't know what happened to him. All yeah, we, we don't. saw was him being. He old. could be on the moon. He could be honestly. On. He could be on the moon. He could be Doctor Manhattan from. I think they should go back in time thing. to get Iron Man back. I don't think that's going to happen, but I, I would love to. Wishful thinking. I, you know what, Guardians is up next. I trust in James Gunn. I trust in the Guardians of the Galaxy. I do too, but they ruined their costumes. They don't have any cool costumes anymore. Well, now the costumes are comic accurate, though. So, like, I don't want. I don't care about comic accurate. I want it to be fun. Okay. Well, but I have one final thing on the agenda, and it's an update on something we talked about. I think way back in episode one is CinemaCon. You guys remember that? Did we talk about CinemaCon? We did talk about CinemaCon. And okay. we were guessing, speculating, what the this year's secret screening could be. Because we know that last year's was Top Gun Maverick. I know, So I know what this year's is going to be. Do you, you guys want to throw out final guesses? Okay. Uh, okay. Barbie. Okay, Ben, you're w- with Barbie. Oof. I don't think it's going to be Barbie. Okay, okay. It's going to be... What what? Give me give me give me three options. It's, it's exciting. So you're, the studios are and including all their subdivisions: Disney, Warner Brothers, Universal, Lionsgate, Paramount. Wait, it could Toy be a movie. Toy Story. It's but not going to be Toy Story. Toy Story, Ben. Oh, Mario movie. That's that's my that's my guy. No, Deadpool uh, three. Deadpool three. That's my guy. That's your guess. Yep. Well, you're both wrong. Nah. 
It is The Flash. Boom. Oh. Okay. Well, I'm hyped. You got me excited for nothing. Yeah. I'm hyped. Come on. Let's get All some right. hype for The Flash. Yay. Even if it's a I'll good movie, I don't care. Flash. I don't care well, if it's a good movie. Ezra Miller is weird. He's like me, convicted sex offender. He's like me. Yeah. <laughs> well, ending on a bit of a low note, apparently, for this week's episode of This Week in Media. Obviously, you can find the podcast on all of your favorite podcast platforms, Apple, Spotify, or wherever else you get your podcasts. But you know what? We have some great content coming out on the website this week, some awesome reviews throughout the entire week. And you know what? We got a film festival coming up, so that means some exciting stuff. That means you're going to be missing school for... It means I got a week off school, which is great. (laughs) Um, That that is what it means. But thank you all for listening. We appreciate it as always, and we eagerly anticipate next week's episode. All right. All right.